0: Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Kushi Shuslamin from to Harford County, Maryland, on the topic of fundraising ABCs. First of all, I would like to thank our sponsors, Spotsman Jewelers, and the Smetana Group, and Shazak Productions. Thank you for sponsoring the Shluchim podcast and making it available to all Shluchim. I just want to say thank you, Kushi, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more atzlach in their Shluches. You're welcome. Anytime. So let's get right to it. I believe that a, that a shliach, until you figure out how you're going to pay the bills and have somewhat of a of a system in place, it creates a tremendous amount of stress on your shlichus. So, what, have you figured out some kind of system that works for you?
1: So the first thing which I, which I'm a big proponent of, is having your QuickBooks up to date, which means that know how much money came in and know how much money you spent. And the way to do that, I believe the only way to do that, is to have a box that every single time any card or any check or any cash is spent goes onto a piece of paper. You take that piece of paper and you put it in that box. For a larger Chabad house, they can have a bookkeeper, but in a smaller Chabad house, you don't necessarily have the funds or the uh, ability to hire a bookkeeper. And simply put in the information. That means any money that's spent gets put into QuickBooks. This is the money, this is how it was spent, and this is what it was spent on. The same exact thing with income. Every penny that comes in, I don't care whether the person gave it to you as a, in cash, I don't care if they gave a check or if they sw- you swiped a credit card, every penny is accounted for. And every month, once a month, when the bank statements come in or credit cards come in, it gets reconciled, which means that your finances are up to date. If a bottle Bus comes to you, it says, how much money do you need in order to live this year, including running Chabad, this is what it will be. Another thing which is important in the financial side is that you take a salary. I don't care if it's a small salary, but you, Chabad pays you. So there's you as a family, and there's you as Chabad. They're two separate organizations, two separate entities. Chabad pays for Chabad stuff, and personally, you pay for personal stuff. Very very basic financial understanding of what's going on financially.
0: But well, why do you why is it so important to 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 do, to do the QuickBooks? I, I I do that as well, but I'm, I want to hear your perspective on it. Why is this so important? How does it affect fundraising? I, I
1: I think that when I when I go over to someone and I say to them, I'd like you to support Chabad. And I I you have me so let let Let's so. The reason why you have to have this financial structure in place is in order to be able to fundraise. When I fundraise, I only fundraise for one thing. Outside of campaigns, which is a separate type of fundraising, my regular fundraising is one thing. I want you to join the monthly giving program, the High Club. It's the only thing I want you to join. I don't care if you join at $10 a month or at $75 a month or at $1,000 a month. That's what I want you to join. If you join at seventy-five dollars a month, then you have one percent ownership in the Chabad fundraising um, responsibility. If the budget is one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and if the budget one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and thirty thousand dollars comes in from program fees, whether it's Hebrew school tuition or adult education or other things, then the remaining balance is ninety thousand dollars. So therefore, if you give $75 a month, that's 50 times chai a year, $900, you own 1% of chabad. So like it's a sort of a mix between chai club and brud. You have a certain shareholdership and and there's that balance. (coughs) Now, the person says, why should I give $75 a month? What does it cost you to live? What does it cost you to run operate chabad? And to answer that question... As if you have those numbers clear, because whether it's you can pull up your QuickBooks and not say, well, L'cha'edah, L'cha'edah Hanukkah probably costs about $5,000. High holidays probably cost about $10,000. So the person sees that, so they'll, they'll probably give you maybe something. But if you tell them, high holidays costs us $9,722. Hanukkah costs us $6,500. You have it clear. There's what things cost this is what my salary is. You have a number there. Every rabbi gets paid a salary. There's nothing to be embarrassed of being paid a salary. You give clear numbers. They say, okay. So it's not $75. You pulled the number out of your hat. $75 is actually 1% of what Chabad needs to fundraise. Nice.
0: Next, was there something else? In, like, because you said QuickBooks. the second thing you said was, I think you were saying High Club.
1: QuickBooks um, was High Club. But for, and, and for someone who doesn't want to give High Club... Right, so they say, well, you know, I'm not really a monthly giver; I'm not that type of person. So I, I, re- I still push them a little bit, but I tell them, I say, if you're not that type of person, so then well, how about an annual gift of a thousand dollars? So an annual gift of a thousand dollars, because they're not doing monthly, it's almost like a hundred dollar penalty. I don't present it like that, but for me, I that stability of having it, I'm willing to pay hundred dollars that it comes in monthly because you have that stability of knowing. Cash flow, right now, besides for high club, there's also campaigns. So I try to do about four campaigns a year. The campaigns are split like this. This past year in March, I did a charity campaign that you like you like the recording that you had with Ellie Rifkin. I did that in March in uh, in June and July, I did a raffle campaign. I did not do it with any other raffles. The raffle campaign, I did the first year, I did a raffle campaign. I did it together with the first $100,000 mega raffle. The, um, this past year, I did a local raffle. There were three prizes, $3,000 cash, $1,500 cash, and $500 cash. It was $100 a ticket, two for $180, three for $250, seven for 500 same kind of structure, and that we did in, it was supposed to be in June, it ended up being in July, and then High Holidays brings in a certain amount, it's a generic campaign that will happen on its own, and at the end of the year, we do a year-end campaign. Those four campaigns, each one, the goal is to bring in between fifteen and $25,000, ideally. The reality is that they probably more bring in the Charity campaign brought in twenty-one thousand dollars. The raffle campaign brought in um, about sixteen thousand dollars. The um, high holiday brings in about nine ten thousand dollars, and the year-end campaign brings in also about nine ten thousand dollars. So it ends up evening out on some level. Well, that's excellent.
0: And is if I may ask, is that what I don't know if you want to share what percentage is coming from your local community? But uh, our
1: our first year, we had 20% coming local. Our second year, we had 40% coming local. Our third year, we had about 54, 55% coming from local. And I didn't do the calculations yet for this year. Our fiscal year is from um, August to July. So I didn't yet do the calculations from this past fiscal year. But I would assume it's between, if I was guessing, it would be also still between 60, 60%, 65% 60%, 65% was local. So. Fundraising boils down to clarity creates confidence. Therefore, you should have your QuickBooks up to date. Having the salary creates a clear structure of what's personal, what's Chabad. Chai Club is easy to fundraise. It's very easy to ask someone for just about anyone. You can ask, Whether you're comfortable or not asking for money, you can ask everyone to support Chabad with $75 a month. I try to get myself to ask for $150 a month, which is $1,800 a year. And then when they say that they can't do that, I, I let them go down to $75. But even, uh, even the pauper can give $10 a month, which is still $120 a year. And if you don't have them on High Club, they won't even give that. They'll give $50 that have saved the world. Um, then there's campaigns, um, which is the four campaigns of the year. Um, this past year, it was charity raffle, high holidays, and year end. And we also mentioned that in the end of the that if a person doesn't want to do a monthly gift, you can ask them to give their monthly gift whatever amount that you've asked them for in one shot and make it an annual gift.
0: Right. What? Why is the talk, talk? Talk for a minute about why it's important to do the. The, the four, why is it important to do the four annual campaigns and, and specifically at the times when they're being done you can't, you can't just do them close to each other they have to be
1: spread out so the reason why there's four annual campaigns is what about the people who are going to say no to Chai Club what about the people who aren't really involved with your Chabad House those people you still want to get them to support you want them to be partners in the work that you do Tzedakah is as important as Mr. Tzedakah. And if you don't give them the opportunity to be part of the work that you do, you are denying them one of the ten time of times. So it's important to encourage people to put on tzedakah. It's important to encourage people to put on mezuzahs. And it's important to encourage people to give tzedakah. And if they're not going to give tzedakah in the high club way, there's got to be another way for them to give tzedakah and support the Rebbe's institution in town. Now, it's, you have to give them opportunities that might speak to them. So it's important to find ways to speak to them. If they're a person who's a raffle person, then the raffle's away. If they're a person who, if there's matching, they get excited, so then charity's away. If they're a person who's only going to give the charity through their business, then the calendar's that way. If they're a person who just needs the tax write-off, then the year-end campaign's that way. If they're a person who's giving because it's high holidays, I mean, I can't not give charity. It's... uh, if that's what speaks to them then the uh, high holiday campaign but you have to find a way to give them that ability to do that mitzvah
0: are there any last thoughts that you like to share on this topic
1: regardless of what business a person's in the person, the financial stability of every person is the bracha your job is to ask people to support your moises. The fact that your moises has to pay you is not your job. That's your boss's job. Now, it may be your boss. It could be you view the rabbi as your boss. It could be you view the ebister as your boss. That's your boss's job. Your boss's job is to pay you. Your job is to do your job. Your job includes Mr. Tfilin, Mr. Koshris, Mr. Thais Mishpacha, and Mr. Tanaka. So if you're not doing your job, then do you deserve to be paid? And if you're doing your job, then you will be paid. So make sure you're up to date on Khipas and Rambam. Make sure you're up to date on asking people to put on the And make sure you're up to date on asking people for Mr. Tzedakah. And do your best at all those jobs. And then the rest isn't your concern. It's the Evershter's concern. Now, do I struggle sometimes and say... What do you mean? I mean, the fact is the bank account doesn't seem to agree with that theory. Of course. That's what we have for, for Munan Batahun, to understand that that's the reality. But the, there's, yeah, we all struggle with it, but our job is to do our job. And then if there's no money in the account, then your question is, did I do Mr. Saka right? Did I do Mr. Tbilin right? Did I do Mr. Mzoza right? What am I doing to do my job? If the paycheck's not coming in, I better ask my boss why he didn't come in.
0: Thank you, Kushi, for sharing with Shluchim about your Atzvacha and the approach to fundraising. We really appreciate your time.
1: You're welcome. Anytime.
0: This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would like to give special thanks to all the Shluchim that continue giving feedback and ideas, especially the ideas of other Shluchim that I could interview on specific topics. Keep on sharing those names, keep on sharing the names of Shluchim and what they could be interviewed on it makes a huge difference, make it a great week